0: 930 in 716. It's been a long time in coming and in the making. This is a new
1: technology that's coming, and like any new technology, there's a learning curve. It's going to take a while for officers to get in the habit of activating their cameras.
0: Body cams for the Buffalo police.
1: It may shut up some naysayers that are very quick to complain and condemn the police without knowing what it's like we we don't want to try criminal cases on the six o'clock news
0: i'm tim wenger on 9:30 and 716 the body cam policy for the buffalo police department was officially introduced this week posted on the buffalo police department website approximately 550 officers will be equipped with the body cams mostly those in high contact with the public It's a five-year contract with a company called Axon, and it's worth about $2.2 million.
1: We have, I think, what is a really good policy.
0: Buffalo Police Captain Jeff Rinaldo spending time with reporters shortly after the policy went online and WBEN microphones were there.
1: It's a result of over a year's worth of research talking to other departments, not just around this area but other parts of the state as well as across the country. And we also have a policy that falls in line with our collective bargaining agreement with our police union. The cameras, for all intents and purposes, have to be on any time the officers respond to a call for service, anytime they take any type of enforcement-related action, meaning that they're going to write a traffic ticket, a parking ticket, or they're going to investigate something. The officers have very, very limited discretion to either deactivate a recording or to not record. And in those circumstances, it has to fit a set number of criteria. Meaning, because of HIPAA protections, they should not record inside of hospitals, they should not record inside of places of worship, gym locker rooms, or if they're talking to a juvenile crime victim or a sex assault crime victim. Those are the only areas where an officer has discretion. Accordingly, if they're talking to a victim of a crime and the victim requests not to be recorded, it is the officer's discretion whether or not he or she stops the recording at that point. Um, So in terms of uh, concerns about the cameras not being turned on, again, our policy is very specific. It says that any time that they're engaged in enforcement activities or responding to a call for service, the camera has to be on. The whole point of a body camera program when you look around the country and how it has helped benefit not only police departments but communities is to build trust. Forcing people to be recorded when you don't necessarily have to doesn't help build that trust and transparency. So if somebody wants to walk up to a police officer and say, could you give me directions to the nearest whatever, I don't feel that there's a need that that interaction be recorded. Now if a citizen decides to approach a police officer and wishes to talk to him or her, and sees that they're wearing a camera and asks that the camera be turned on, the policy says the camera has to be turned on. So again, it, it's they're very good tools, uh, but the reality is to have them on 24 hours a day, seven days a week recording dead air, for lack of a better word, would cause our storage to be astronomical. We are the second largest municipal police department in the state of New York, and we have estimated that we will be collecting terabytes of data every week. The storage for that comes with a cost. And we can't afford to store video that has no inherent value. For instance, officers just walking a beat or driving in their cars patrolling. So again, I, I think the policy is, is very clear. I think it's one that meets the concerns of the community as well as the concerns of our union as well as the overall goal of building this trust and transparency through this program.
0: Is there been ever since the time that you expect to keep video
1: footage? So the video footage will be kept according to New York State evidence guidelines. If it is evidence of a crime, it will be kept, depending on the severity of the crime, for anywhere from one to five years, or potentially forever, depending on the crime. So if it's a murder or some other crime that has a very high, if zero statute of limitations, the video will be kept, as would any evidence in that case, forever. If it's video of a routine uh, traffic stop or just video that gets recorded inadvertently, somebody says, officer, can I talk to you? And they decide to activate the camera. And the person says, can you give me directions to the nearest hotel? Go two blocks, make a right. They deactivate the recording. Within a six month period, that recording would be deleted. Any recording that becomes part of a personnel record via an internal affairs complaint. So somebody makes a complaint and says, you know, uh, an officer was rude to me on a traffic stop, let's say, and the case is opened. Well, that video becomes part of a personnel record, and that's kept currently for at least the entire career length of the police officer's career, pending some other exemptions. So the retention, as I said, is is pretty extreme. Um, And ultimately, we are trying to do what every other department's doing, figuring out what is the best retention and what doesn't make this program so expensive that we can't continue to support it. The district attorney has met with me, we, we've had conversations, and the big thing is that we, we don't want to try criminal cases on the six o'clock news. We understand that the point of this is for transparency, we are going to do everything we can to accomplish that, but we just do not have the legal ability to suddenly start taking every single police video and putting them up on a YouTube page. This is a new technology that's coming and like any new technology, there's a learning curve. It's obviously, you can sit through an eight hour training class, but it's going to take a while for officers to get in the habit of activating their cameras. What we anticipate doing in the future is literally introducing this technology at the academy level. So that as they're learning how to become police officers, as they're learning defensive tactics and other things, they learn how and when to activate a recording. We've seen around the country that that's what a lot of departments have started to do because, again, there's no sense in hiring somebody, training them, and then a year, two years, six months, three months, two weeks later, retraining them on a new piece of equipment. So that is our intention once we get our feet under ourselves with this program, is to begin the training right at the academy level.
2: Well, it's a a new piece of tech, not a new piece, but a, a more common piece of technology and I don't think there's a downside for the police or the public. And it's, uh, it's it's probably going to be beneficial for everyone concerned.
0: That's the voice of Tom Burton, attorney for the Buffalo Police Officers Union. He's looking at the new body cam program with open eyes and an open mind.
2: Well, on one extreme, it, it may aviate some complaints or create them uh, for officers um Uh, who are uh, allegedly implied or acting inappropriate with the citizen, Uh, that will be pretty easily provable one way or another. And at the other extreme, the gravest extreme, we may see these as very critical evidence in review of uh, deadly force incidents when you might see the uh, handguns come out. Uh, How vital could it be for an officer to have to rely on the body cams uh, in in an incident? I think we had an incident in Fredonia a couple of months back. And in that case, there is body cam footage of uh, that emergency as it unfolded, and um, I'm very confident that that special evidence will... Be very helpful in, in clearing the officer involved. Uh, obviously there's two sides of that coin but videotaped in, 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 in most of these circumstances where it's a life-or-death decision for an officer uh, I believe will be helpful as long as the officer follows New York law and uh, it would give a grand jury or a prosecutor or the Attorney General's office an opportunity to see from the officer's perspective um, how dire these circumstances uh, become you know, before a weapon is used. Uh, in, in your opinion, I don't know if you had a chance to check out the policy online on the Buffalo Police website, but uh, how fair do you feel that policy will be uh, for the officers you represent? Well, I haven't I haven't reviewed what was uh, published. It was my understanding there was some interaction between the officers um, hierarchy of the police department and the uh, pba as long as the policy is administered fairly and consistent with the collective bargaining agreement i don't see it as a as a problem and uh i think it um, may be a step forward for the uh members of the uh buffalo pd and the, and the citizenry here i don't i don't see the overall um Uh, Usage of these devices is something that's going to be some great negative for anyone involved. It may shut up some naysayers that are very quick to complain and condemn the police without knowing what it's like to have somebody sticking a gun at a police officer's face or coming after him with a knife. We may see some of those complaints where someone clearly doesn't know what's going on uh, ended in very short order. And if that occurs, that'll be good for all of us.
0: For complete information on the Body Cam program, visit WBEN.com. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo.